Todd, uh, the obvious question from the Anaheim perspective, can you just talk a little bit about how Patrick Maroon has fit in? I'd love to talk about that because he's been a, a wonderful addition to our team. Um, he's fit our locker room well, which is, uh, you know, for him, he's been moved before, but um, to come to a new team that is obviously not going to be in the playoffs and, and leave a team that uh, is going to push, um, you know, in their case, hoping for the Stanley Cup is not an easy thing, but he's really fit our room well. He's shown leadership skills that, uh, that we need. Um, he's brought the proper attitude in, and that's just uh, what he's done off the ice when he uh, when he puts the equipment on, he's been, um, you know, he's brought size, he's brought strength, he's brought the ability to be involved for teammates, he's been able to score, um, you know, and he's found a home playing with one of the best players in the world, and that'll be a, a real motivating factor for him, I hope, over the summer. Um, and there's some things he'll need to do, and uh, I'd like to play him um, on the left side with 97 start next year. Uh, but Patty will dictate how well that goes and, and how well it doesn't. But uh, I'm counting on him doing those things that he needs to do. Are you surprised at all that Patty's been able to finish as, as well as he's no. done so far? No, I, I think he's got incredible hands. Um, most of the teams that he's played on outside of the National Hockey League, he's been a top scorer. Um, and he has experience playing with elite players in, in uh Katzlav and Perry. So he understands how they think, how they maneuver, and he gets into position. So um, it's not surprising me. Maybe more of a surprise was that he didn't do it as much earlier this year. But he had an incredible playoff last year. And, um, you know, there's, again, there's some things that he needs to work on that we'll try and help him with. Uh, and if he does those, I think he can even improve more. Were you aware of that mail yet before I asked for Jimmy's private deadline or was it something like that? No, well, and, and you know, with that, uh, a couple things. One, I'd be a little bit careful. It, it always, I think it's, it, you always have to err on the, what was really said side when uh, a Russian reporter goes through a translator, then it's tweeted out seven times and... Uh, you know, I remember going to kindergarten and you'd whisper in like 15 people's ears and by the time you got around what was pink was red and, you know, so I would be a little bit cautious when it comes to that. And then, you know, the, the fact that he did or didn't, uh, really frankly for me, isn't really that important right now. It's the, it's the group. We're here to, uh, to take care of the group and nobody is bigger than the group and that's how it's always going to be. Would you describe him as, I don't know, a unhappy is the right word, but the unhappy player, a unsatisfied player? Just well, there's two sides to that pancake, if, that, if that's what he is. How new to Hopkins? Did he any better than he was a couple of days ago? Or? Uh, he skated this morning. He feels better. Um, he's obviously not going to play tonight with us having a uh, five, five, six-day period between our next game. Um, and we'll have a day off tomorrow, uh, give him more of an opportunity to completely recover. We're not going to fool around with, with, uh, with Nuge right now. If he doesn't feel 101%, um, we're not going to put him in. But uh, he's trying hard. He wants to get back and play. And I'm happy for him that he's approaching it that way. And uh, I'd like to put him in the lineup again, but we're not going to fool around with it. Uh, Adam was away uh, dealing with family issue. He's back with our team now. He skated today. His injury is getting better. Um, he won't play tonight, but uh, I'd like to get him in the lineup again as we go down the stretch. Skating. 
You're not going to go through the whole team, are you, man? Yeah. No, I, I, any of the players that are hurt, if we can get them back playing, I think that's a huge hurdle for them to, to cross. They know that they've played in an NHL game down the stretch at some point um, in a competitive situation. They could go into their summer and train properly without having that doubt. Um, and if we can get them in the lineup, we sure will. We just got a quick thought on facing a you know, team that's got a chance to win Stanley Cup this year. Boy, they, uh, they present a lot. And we've run into the three California teams here in a row, and, and each one presents a different set of, uh, of issues. Number one power play, number one penalty kill right there. Uh, five on five, they're stingy. They don't give up much. Their goaltenders are elite. Um, they can play a size game. They can play a speed game. Um, they're very good in the circle. They've... Uh, they've become a very strong checking team. Uh, it's been, become really part of their identity. They don't want to give up as much, so sounds like a complete team. We'll need a complete game. You've had teams in San Jose that, and probably more than in Detroit, that were in the playoffs, knew they were going to be in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and playing the last several games without an awful lot to play for. Yeah. The Ducks, San Jose, and L.A. have all struggled a little bit here lately. What's that process like, and, and how important is it for a team in that situation to play well the last 8-10 games? It's, it's difficult. It's been a long, grinding road, and, and let's talk about Anaheim in particular. Like it, it, they had to scrape and claw and get their way back into it, and that took a lot of energy and passion and commitment. And uh, now they're, they're solidly in a playoff position or solidified a, a playoff position, and sometimes it's hard to keep it going. You know when you've gone to the Final Four, you've gone to the Stanley Cup Finals, you know the path ahead of you is long, it's hard, it's relentless, um, it's emotional, there's a ton of fatigue involved in it. Um, and I think somewhere along the line, your mind kind of begins to pace itself or pace the body a little bit. Um, so that's been, been my experience in, in the years going into the playoffs with those teams. Uh, some years it costs you. Um, other years it, it benefits you. You get a little bit of a, a rest or a break. I don't know if there's a, uh, if there's a formula that you have to follow to get in and, and be at your best. Everybody will talk about it. I know the people that I know in San Jose are talking about it. They want to be... At, at the elite level. I know the LA Kings were talking about it when we left, and, and I'm guessing that Gabby and his staff are talking about it. But the, those three teams in particular, they've been there enough, they'll be ready to play. Uh, you're coaching the young guns. Do you look at John Gibson because he's going to be maybe your starter a little differently than just an opposing team goaltender? Um, yeah, we've, been, we've had an opportunity to watch him a lot um, during the year. And when I say we, that, that whole staff from the 2014, not just Todd, but the, the whole staff. And as we do pre-scouts for Anaheim, we've played them five times now. Uh, you watch what he does and, and how he carries himself in goal. And he looks very confident and looks like he's both of them. You know, they're fortunate they've got two goaltenders they can go to in the playoffs. And, and both of them look ready to play. John, do you think the, the prospect of a, a shot at the Calder motivates McDavid in any way? Um, I don't think Connor's wired that way. I think he just wants to play real well for his team. I don't think the individual, let's face it, he's had a, a life already. He's 19, 18, 19 years old. He's a lifetime full of 
individual accolades and, and awards and all that type of stuff. He, he doesn't seem to be wired that way. He seems to be wired to, to come and improve and get better and make his teammates better. Um, that's how I would look at it. Thank you. So do you need? Probably know uh, certainly Paul McLean and Trent. Yeah, Max. Um, and you mentioned that you know, both of their special teams units mm -hmm. right at the top, they both have been critical in that. How big is it to have, I guess, that kind of, I guess, experience or whatsoever on, on a staff? You know, guys that well, can coaches and things of that nature that yeah. even play into on the on ice. Well, sometimes you're selling ice to Eskimos um, and you know, if you're the if you're the salesman and you got a ton of experience and you've been able to get some results, the Eskimos Eskimos may bite a little bit more. And I think in Jans's case, uh, with the penalty kill in San Jose, he was elite. Uh, even the development of the young defenseman in in uh, in Anaheim, I, a lot of that goes to Trent Yanni. Uh, the development in Chicago with the young defenseman, Mark Edward Vlasic. Trent Yanni's as good as there is in the National League at, at doing those things. And Paul McLean with the power play. Um, you know, Detroit, we had. One of the top power plays, Ottawa's power plays, you know, maybe not have the numbers, but it, it clips along and they do some good things. So uh, the experience and the presence and the way it's delivered um, takes the second guessing away from maybe that somebody that doesn't have it.